You're listening to Yellow Peril Tactical, the Tiger Block Podcast. everyone welcome back to another episode of the yellow peril tactical uh, tiger block podcast this is soju operator uh we're back it's been a while sorry for the long hiatus and such things have been happening and i'm joined once again by kaden you may remember him Hello. from the other episode yeah what up kaden uh just a reminder uh you know fellow uspsa shooter m class uh level and carry optics and joined by kaden's plus one person who knows stuff Evo, uh, they, them pronouns, right? Yep. All right. Sweet. Um, yeah. And this is going to be a not so sober episode of Tiger Lock <laughs> Podcast, where we're going to kind of expand upon the last time we spoke with Caton, uh, where we spoke more about competition shooting, the benefits of competition shooting, USPSA, uh, dispelling myths, and how I'm kind of going beyond that. Now we're kind of go more overall the concept of what, what it means to be a practical shooter or, or practicing practical practical shooting, uh, dispelling myths, the tr- uh, kind of trends we're, no, we're noticing, things we want to kind of uh, point out there that could probably use some sort of course correction out there. And I guess to, to start it off, um, you know, we we discussed before about what we wanted to kind of go into, and well, I think what we all kind of observed during our time as I don't know how to say it's putting part of the gun community, so to speak, that, you know, the gun ownership practice of shooting just as a whole seems to be more of a, a hobby that uh, the overwhelming majority of, of people are just participating in kind of a hobbyist role, more of a materials game, whether it be, uh, you know, being a collector of firearms, kind of uh, just saying that, you know, people putting out opinions on things that aren't really qualified, really, just based on things that are heard or have seen in firearms ownership is more of like a fad to a lot of people and what we're noticing is that you know we oftentimes criticize those on the right chuds or whoever what have you as being guilty of this but in reality everyone including those who are left to center are honestly guilty of this too and i just want to hear your uh y'all's thoughts on that too yeah so like i think the <laughs> the um the distinction to draw here is that like um there are people who enjoy like collecting and building guns and like that is fun and cool and you know power to you uh i have a couple of really fucking stupid um guns that i've made and like <laughs> put red dots on an m1 garand like it's, it's <laughs> fun. Dumbest, I totally the dumbest it. shit yeah <laughs> it's so good yeah I, like i love this insane shit um but like the m1 I also that have... i would screwed mlock furniture onto like yeah dude have fun with it but like <laughs> yeah absolutely like i'm under no impression that this is like you know a replacement for an ar-15 or like my franken glock that has just horrific shit bolted to it is (laughs) a replacement for like a reliable pistol that i'm going to defend my life with or like win majors with and 
like like the you know big difference in like that category of like insane shit and people who don't have the time motivation or um amount of like humility needed to earnestly participate in uh guns as a skill building exercise and um develop said skill uh or proficiency with those firearms and so instead of you know training dry firing going to class getting feedback like putting yourself out there and like receiving criticism um they purchase things as participation in like firearms as like the buying becomes their participation rather than right training and the performance and the results well and i I gotta add a layer to this too um his like like taking a step back and looking at this in the big historical framework and kate you and i were just discussing this earlier today um it was like like okay we we all told you you've seen the magpul dvd You've you've got to have seen the fucking. I literally have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same, same, same. Um, I stole them from work. I, I um, did too. <laughs> king. Yeah, king. mine are like on the shelf right next to the Bible. <laughs> and like, I I was I was drunkenly rewatching them uh, a few months back with some friends, and we were like we were having a lot of fun shitting on like Travis Haley's carbine and stuff because it's like a fucking ready mag with the two flashlights on it. And it's a 16-inch <laughs> bull barrel with a CAC flash can and stuff. But the, the truth is, is that, like, not only did those DVDs represent the first time that, like, real tactical, quote-unquote, training was being made available to the greater public. Yeah. Um, that was, that period of time was really the first time that a lot of that shit was really getting, like, trying to think of a way to phrase this like okay we 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 again we dunk on travis haley for like misusing proprioception and shit like that yeah, and like yeah. giving you know doing the whole <laughs> yeah and like doing this whole fucking like super intense but up until the early 2000s man shooting was just like it it was it was it was a wasteland i mean there was still the like you still had skilled people but so much of it from a technique standpoint, right. so much of it from, it was, it was so unfinished. It was so raw. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah. Stoger talked about that in his like journey to GM was like the first like five years of his shooting career. Like there was just fucking zero information out there for anyone who mm-hmm. wanted to get good at performance shooting. Like you could get basic pistol instruction from just about anywhere. And like, you could get pretty good at like not shooting your gun at stuff you don't want to shoot. Um, but like any okay. mastery above that would just wasn't, it wasn't codified. It didn't exist. Well, and another layer of that too, is that like, you know, Peyton, my, 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 uh, family heritage, 1911 that you, that you shot today. Like, yeah, that is from an era of competition when it was like it was like a gentleman's game, which is funny because that was my grandmother's gun. But like it was this like, Based. you know, very NRA formalized. We're going to stand and do slow, accurate target shooting. Slow down <laughs> and, that, and get those hits, boys. Exactly. And and that's not very athletic. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's very that was that was very like you said, it's a, it was a gentleman's competition type beat. And it wasn't until the technology caught up and just the, the sport and the art matured both, both like the competition side and the, the soldiering art of war type shit that we started getting 
athleticism being brought into it. Like you show, you go shoot a U.S. Uh, PSA match, and you're gonna fucking run. And it doesn't, you know, there's there's those important dynamics of of having your accuracy and all that shit. But it is now an athletic sport, and with that is coming the sports medicine side and the like, really breaking it down into more than just a technique focused on slow, accurate hits. Because that was never practical. The, all this stupid discourse we get going on with influencers picking sides on, uh, with, you know, shit we've already solved. Oh, is competition versus tactical this and that? Like, you could have made that argument. class for CQB footwork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need that. You need it. You need it. Otherwise, you're kilt in the streets. We get a, we get a clock Facts. timer little thing for every time we say kilt in the streets. Kilt in the streets. <laughs> I'll make a um, shot. Based, based. But you... You could have made that argument 30 years ago. Right. You could have 30 or 40 years ago looked at competition shooting and made a very solid argument that it had very little to do with, you know, quote unquote, combat marksmanship, whatever. But modern shooting is, it's an athletic dynamic system. And that's why you get guys like fucking uh, Pranka, uh, X-Ray Alpha, who are former CAG assaulter dudes who are now doing Grandmaster in USPSA because the skill sets are now just crossed over. It's now, our, our word for the day, practical shooting. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's good you brought up the Magpul dynamic stuff. I, I remember I was, like, just getting into, like, college, and I, it blew my fucking mind seeing, like, on YouTube the trailer of, like, uh, Travis and Costa doing the extreme C-clamping, right? Mm-hmm. The, the extreme work workspace working, right? And just see, but me at the time, like I wasn't even a gun owner. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking insane. This is the this is the coolest <laughs> special operator shit of ever. And like, like you said, like it's like it's like the beginning steps of like codifying and kind of putting some kind of like mainstream standard of like what does like good efficient movement kind of resemble. And like credit to them, like kind of making it a bigger mm-hmm. thing for people. Like, I will, I will give credit credits too. I think Travis is kind of a clown in all honesty, but it's cool that it, this this was brought up. And um, uh, you know, aside from the cringy phrases they were doing in the terrible artwork did you see the fucking like samurai oh, shit oh god <laughs> yeah oh my god it hasn't improved literally no, yeah fuck it and thank Too god i'm watching like, this as a young oh, one like oh god the, the yeah. Roman was and born watching fucking, this shit what is it scott jedlinski is there to carry the torch <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck oh man yeah no those uh uh yeah two two lamb he's you know he's still in the army and he catches that on youtube he's like wait a minute <laughs> That's Hold me. Up. I can make money on this. This is my personality now. I was about to say. I mean, this is this is Yellow Peril Tactical, and uh, I'm not Asian, so I can't wade deep into this. But being <laughs> a, a, a Vietnamese man whose family fled Saigon, deciding that he is like the Ronin. I saw some video where he was like reciting some like Bushido code in Japanese, yes. and I was like watching this. Like, there is something intricate going on here, and it is it is. <laughs> Not not to go too off topic, but if I, I have I have listened to a number of things from Two Lamb, and you can just tell he's just lying about shit. Like he says that he was in Thailand doing undercover, sorry, underground, like illegal, uh, no, not even illegal, but just unsanctioned, so to speak, mu- underground Muay Thai fights, and he was just like knocking guys out, and that he it, it just goes against army regulations. But his superior officer was so impressed by what he was doing that he became the combative experts to Delta Force 
and I was sitting here being you like, just call it a bar fight. Like, yeah, no one's gonna get up. <laughs> but like, I- I'm sitting here thinking, I think this guy just watched Bloodsport one time. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's right? Just like, like that's me. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've gotten drunk and punched people at a party. I don't call it like high end <laughs> combatives. Calm down. So sorry, off topic, but yeah, that, we're all good. We're all yeah, good. That was that is actually a great point. And, and this if is the I drinking recall, episode. This is a drinking episode, correct? Uh, if I recall, uh, those modern techniques. And also, my mistake. I, I know. I, I actually heard it in like another fucking chud podcasting, but that. Travis and Costa, a lot of those techniques that they were emphasizing and such in in their DVDs were learned from competitive shooters, uh, if, if, yep. if I'm not mistaken, right? I yep. forgot whose name it was, but I just know it was competitive shooting. I think a lot of people don't really process that, like, this is, again, why me and Caton have been shit-talking for so long now is this whole... I swear to God, the left is just literally like a couple years behind the general gun culture at any given point because I'll keep seeing them discoursing stuff that got solved a few years back. Um, this whole like competition versus tactical beef is so stupid. I'm so sick of the shit. <laughs> the fucking especially. I mean, I don't. I don't want to be out here fucking slobbing on the knob like, oh my God, soft, so cool. There's some dumb motherfuckers there. Oh, Half yeah. of it is just endurance shit, but like quote-unquote tip of the spear, whatever what, whatever fucking words you want to throw at that, a lot of these dudes have been learning from competition shooters for the longest time. Um, in 2000... Shit, do not quote me on dates because I am the worst at dates, but it's like 2010, something like that? 2008? Um, the fucking... Uh, the CAG dudes approached ALG about getting the, uh, the ALG six-second mount stuff set up because they were having issues with... Uh, with getting red dots mounted uh, and dealing with the slide crap, and they were they were it was just not working operationally. Yeah, the and, uh, the endpoint T ones that they would bolt to the Glock slide would just shatter die. after like what a couple thousand rounds. Like mm-hmm. the T one just could not handle reciprocating impact. Wow. And so it was like they they went to ALG and they looked at what competition shooters were doing because competition shooters were ahead of the of of the the quote tip of the spear. In terms of like getting, um, you know, getting optics, getting the technology, because a lot of soft dudes just they, they just use what they're given. True. Um, yeah, hundred percent. And so suddenly we fast forward like a, a a decade or so later, and we have people like acting like frame mounted red dots on on duty guns is like some like Reddit meme or something like some goober shit. When like no dude. It, this shit predates slide ride optics and yeah. competition led the way competition led the way. And, and the, the people who were getting in combat for a living every day uh, and in serious, like direct action stuff, not just patrolling, uh, looked at that and were like, Oh, that's smart. I don't care about this ego crap here. That's smart. And that works. I want that shit. Yeah, no, um, it, it it does seem like it's it just goes missing a lot in the current discourse is that it's almost like a big circle like mm-hmm. tip of the spear at soft dudes want the next step in the right direction of either whether it be technology for their small arms or techniques or methods they go to like high level competitive shooters it goes back to the military people it goes and then it sort of trickles down ish to like 
your run-of-the-mill civilian who just got into a gun stuff. They learn it from like the Travis Haley stuff, and now their perception is, oh, it came from the military, that's why it's good. And they're missing all the other <laughs> part of the cycle that happened in the first place. And it's almost like it's almost as if um, maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but it's like I almost compare this to like like military combatives with martial arts. Like all they're doing is just <laughs> taking techniques and more stat- like established martial arts or sport fighting systems, watering it down to make it easier, and then that gets trickled down to civilians like soccer moms or in Krav Maga. Like, oh well, it's from the IDF. It must work. Like ignoring, like okay, what about doing jujitsu yeah, really or well anything against, else? Like unarmed civilians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that's yeah, that's actually a great, uh, fantastic point right there. Um, and so, like, yeah, you know, you know, obviously, we have to say this again, but I feel like we kind of feels like we have to is that consumption, owning a bunch of shit, nods, helmets, plate carriers, you know, your fucking latest Sig rifle. Uh, shout out Mike Lover. Uh, <laughs> that gang, gang. gang <laughs> that you, you don't fucking like. You know, all that stuff is great and all. It's cool if they have the disposable income for it all, but the skill gap is kind of widening. People don't really give the same appreciation for the work involved with that part. Um, you know, the old saying, uh, "Punching out and going to work." Right, man. Most everyone wants to punch out, not everyone wants to go to work. You know, damn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so deep. too real. Dude, so, <laughs> so true, bestie. <laughs> well, and like, there's there's this layer to it too of like, God, so much of leftist gun politics is is, I mean, okay, let's be honest. The right has owned martial culture for, oh yeah, a, a ridiculous period of time at this point. Yes. And like, the left's armed gun sequence, uh, 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 not sequence, a uh, culture is is so nascent right now it's so like and 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 it's it's very foundationless and so it's constantly grasping for like that's why you see leftists worshiping a shitty magnum smg that was developed for smg doctrine by by russia you know the ak that's why you see the obsession with the mosin and the sks we don't have a solid martial gun culture and we are grasping for an existing one. Uh-huh. And a lot of people are deferring to, they are going to seed modern martial culture to the right. And they're going to be like, well, I'm we're, we're, we're not going to have, we're not going to get into a huge conversation about if, you know, China is communist or not, whatever, but like the USSR or even, you know, anarchist projects like, like the Ukrainian black army with Nestor Makhno, are these these points in the past that they can reach to as a leftist culture, as a leftist martial gun culture yes. they can go for. Yeah. Um and th- that that shit puts us like a century back. Right. They're they're purposely regressing, right? They're trying to they're just trying to time travel, right, so to speak. Go back in the past to a, the, the supposed golden age of where like the the leftists were the ones who were strong and had had the yeah. military supremacy, so to speak. Whatever your definition of that, you know, may may be or whatever. But it, it it's it's just ridiculous because how is that supposed to benefit you now if you're purposely going back and regressing on what what modern technology mm-hmm. modern thought process you know techniques tactics whatever you want to fucking you know call it or what uh and all but you know that's where we kind of i don't know we helped popularize the the term red fud or red fuddery 
it's kind of it's kind of what it is. It's kind of with the same my mentality of like your the golden your, era. Yeah, the golden era of our boomers going back and they're like, well, you know, the fucking two world wars, man. You know, the fucking nineteen eleven or yeah, let's go back to the to the M one fucking M fourteen, baby. That was a fucking great gun, right? <laughs> Instead, we're like, yeah, let's yeah, go back brother. to Stalingrad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The golden Although, age of Stalingrad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my boy Nestor though, bolting a, a large machine gun to basically any movable object, pretty big. Oh my god. Oh my god, the start of an era. <laughs> yeah, dude. Give me a technical any day. Always relevant. Let's see. So let's talk about this idea. You mentioned it earlier about this phenomenon, and this is very unique, obviously, to what's been going on in current events, just social media and such. Um we talk about in the past, what, 2000s, it was only up until we started getting, like, you know, YouTube and the rise of, like, the DVD instructional stuff of, like, of the Magpul shit, rifle dynamics, rifle, uh, handgun dynamics, all this stuff. And then, you know, with that, growing these cult personalities around these influencers, these YouTubers, whatever, right? It's more so rampant more than ever, right, with growth of social media. And it colors the perception of everyone, especially when, you, when you're a new uh, gun owner. You're, you're just getting into this stuff, and you're, you can be easily swayed. I know I was in terms of what you think is a, a person of authority or credibility, so to speak. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I was a fucking Mike Glover follower for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's fucking special operations, special operations, special operations. You know, he just kept saying the magic oh, word. Oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Same. I took a fieldcraft class. Well, oh I shit, you did. It, yeah, I, I sat in on a rifle pistol one. Yeah. Oh wait, you told me about this. I'm like, I'm like way back. You told me about this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Um, and so you know, with that, it's it's I we, we, you just said it earlier about like, well, what's you know influencing leftist thought processes too? Well, anyone be left and right, whoever, right? It's being influenced by these uh by these personality types, whether it be the grand thumbs out there, the fucking GBRSs, Mike Lovers, uh, T, uh, T-Rex arms, and uh, or if you're a big fan of in-range TV and such, right? Whatever, what have you, right? Call you Noir is a big one. It, it's probably doing more harm than good if you really think about it, right? Because, oh, absolutely. Because like the guys who, guys no, and no gals way. who really do, <laughs> like are pushing the envelope aren't the ones you know with a million fucking subscribers on YouTube, right? That's because they're 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 driving life isn't to just make a fuck ton of money and get goddamn uh, six sponsorships at all times, right? Because like you watch a damn Collier Noir. I don't know, I care what anything calling Noir, a fucking gun review. He is saying nothing of substance if you've been a gun owner longer than one year. If you really think about it, the guy just makes oh, yeah. stupid sexual innuendos nonstop. Can't, he can't tell you. He always says the same shit. Oh, it feels great in the hand. You're like, what? Okay. It ran great. I'm sure it ran great. It's like glass. <laughs> I think my favorite thing is that with like, proper lubrication you can get like if you can't get a gun to give you that snot on glass like smoothness I, i'm stunned you're like the, the gun right. has to be such a piece of shit that you couldn't just like get some cherry bombs up in there and right 
And um, of course, like with with that, you're not. He's just shooting shit. He's just plinking. There's no there's no standard. But he's the same guy on the same token. He'll be talking about all these classes he's taken. I've taken this tactical class with with this guy, and he'll do like a one on one interview with them. Like so, like are you getting better? Like I don't know, right? So and versus guys like Stager, right? Not that, not that we're talking about his politics or his beliefs. We're just talking about like where people are getting their information from. He's just putting out random phone video reels and just talking about real shit about how it makes you things better and that's really as simple as it gets right obviously he teaches you take classes with him whatever right he has his own little podcast going on but there's a huge you know disparity what's going on here and i think you and i spoke about this before kate and about if either of us me you whoever right uh evo we post something and what 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 is the social media uh engagement like between as a piece of content talking about uh, skill building or showing skill or training, or whatever, versus something that's just like a sexy, like gun photo or someone who's, uh, a, you know, really attractive holding a gun or just a dumb meme, right? Like, obviously, we, we know the answer to that question, right? So, well, um, my selfies with the guns get really good engagements. So yeah. I, I mean, tone. I mean, you you look good in shorts, so you know, like <laughs> facts. Uh, but this gets into this, uh, so this is where we start really uh, having our fun controversial parts of this episode. Um, a, a conversation to be had about Sizzle Reel. And like, I have a, a really good friend of mine who we've been scheming on making some Sizzle Reel, where the whole point is we're going to make just the sexiest, high-speed looking Sizzle Reel you can, and then we're just going to tear it apart. going to be like, yeah, look, do you see those buttery smooth transitions? Yeah, you can't see my targets. My groups opened up like way more than is acceptable. <laughs> I ran way ahead of my sites, right. but you can't tell that because you're looking at me. And I, I, I genuinely can't stress enough to people. Um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. The, the, the proof is in the combination of groups and perform and like speed performance. Um, when you isolate the two of them, um, Kate and I could both could very easily take a brand new shooter, and by the end of a class, you could get them shooting a ragged hole in the middle of the A box from from five meters, slow shooting, taking their time. And likewise, you could get somebody doing just the most visually clean, smooth target transitions and reloads. And if you turn the camera around and you look at the target, you're like, dude, some of those didn't even hit the target. What? Yeah, so do you mean every ta- uh, Taron Butler video ever on his Instagram? Christ. Jesus. Yes. Oh, my fuck. God. <laughs> I was having a conversation earlier with, with me. I'm like, hey, did you notice that, like, every single time Taron Tactical brings on some, like, gun bunny on and they're just, like, ripping at the range? If you actually see, like, the, the bullet hitting on the white, like, fucking steel targets, that it's, like, just scattered. And just like all over. all over the goddamn place, it's like they're hitting the steel. They're hoping that you you just hear a plinking, and you're not actually looking at what the fuck they're hitting right now. And uh, yeah, that, that that very much plays into what what you're talking about right there. And I guess you know, I guess I was bringing this up. You know, obviously, hear your point of view, but like this this trend of. I guess, as Koff puts it, the renaissance man slash the jack-of-all-trades, the perception of this oh, God. person that, who has a high production value, camera, uh, you know, of cinematography and great following, like, they can just paint this image that this person is a person of credibility and authority and such. And I, I guess I'm not really sure, like, what's... I don't think there can really... I don't know if there, if there anything can be done about it. It's just social media is a humongous monster and the algorithm favors these kinds of people, right? And... 
it's been weird, I'm sure as you can all can attest to, about trying to get people to unlearn what they're seeing from all this shit out there. Um, there was there was this great anecdote um, during the brief time that I was foolish enough to be involved in the uh, SRA because uh, a good friend of mine begged me to come bring good knowledge to them. Nice, and nice. it was it was not it was not well received. Oh, um, oh no! <laughs> there there was this guy who came in. And he claimed that he had been a volunteer for the YPG um, and that he was a sniper, a breacher, and a medic. And ignoring the fact that, like, no, this white dude definitely was not these three things in the YPG. <laughs> like, they used the, they used some, some Western foreigners as, as cannon fodder pretty early on, and then they realized it was really bad optics having <laughs> a bunch of dead white college kids die. Um <laughs> So most people who volunteer for the YPG end up doing like back support line shit. Um, but even then you'll get, you know, you'll get dudes like Brace Belden who are a little more frontline, but even then those three roles, the first thing that came to my mind after this dude is full of shit and obviously lying was, wow, if that was the case, God, you must suck at all three. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm a medic. That's what I do. I mean, professionally, that's what I do for a living. My bread and butter is good trauma medicine. And, um, I'll still like have fun. You know what I mean? With like, you know, if, if the homies are like, Hey, we're going to go like to Eastern Washington and try to take shots at 800 meters. Like I'll come along and have a good time. But if you asked me to teach extended long range shooting, I'd be like, what? Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't be able to no. either. Yeah. <laughs> like people who, people who for a living, shoot long range. I mean, it's important to have some like surface level. I think everybody should have basic trauma medicine skills and, and all that sort of stuff. But like being a good marksman sniper, you can get into debate what these technically mean. That's an entire life focus being good at medicine. Like I, I, I breathe this stuff. I sit around when I'm bored and tipsy and I read peer reviewed medical journals. I I'm in a bunch of discords where we all sit around and talk about medicine um, my friends are used to me getting, uh, really close to them while drinking at two in the morning and being like, would you like to discuss the pathophysiology of talk? <laughs> you're, um, you're, like, you're like a fucking like door to door, like, cool. Yeah, right? like, yeah, like, like, have you heard the good word? Yeah. The good word of the <laughs> medical journal. <laughs> have, have you, have, have you heard the good word about, uh, new data showing the importance of, uh, uh, eschewing lactated ringers for resuscitation in the hypovolemic setting and. I just, this is my focus and I'm never going to be as good at anything else, but this thing that I eat, sleep and breathe. And, um, I, I just see this really common, like you were like, you know, what you've been wanting to lead into with this conversation about like this desire to be a Renaissance man. I see people will go out and they will take a single, and, and this is another key thing to add with the, with the, uh, all the personalities out there. There are so many actually skilled semi or at least semi-skilled professionals who will very gladly charge you to teach you a class that you will not take anything away from. Like there are so many like burned out green berets and retired corpsmen and shit who are like, Oh, you want to take a class in like vehicular interdiction? Got it. Do you have your basic fundamentals? I don't care. If you've got a thousand dollars that you'll uh, exactly. if that check doesn't bounce, yes, I, 
I will take you on a tactical safari. I've literally and, been and, in those classes. Yeah, it's not a good time. It, it, like when you when you're there, and it's like you realize there were no standard. There's no barrier mm-hmm. to entry, so to speak, and everyone in their everyone who thinks that they're a fucking sheepdog joins in your class, mm-hmm. and then you're seeing these like guys claiming to be Marines flagging everyone in the class, and you're sitting here being like, "What the fuck did I just sign up for?" Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like especially yeah, it's the inter intertrainment. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the medical community is also really bad at this. Um, I swear to God. T triple C for med provider should be like EMT basic at minimum. Um, I was uh, doing a research for my uh, for my fucking T triple C MP, and there was this girl in the class, and she was a she was former Navy, and she was obviously just some like fucking support line. Like she kept constantly would not shut up about her stories about how she at one point like gophered for the seals um and she was terrible like she had so many vile things to say too like at one point where even the corpsman was looking at her like what um but she like failed the the test at the end and they let her retake it like three times and i got like a 98 percent on the test and that's not because i'm brilliant you know what i mean it was like really really fundamental basic tactical medicine stuff but like you know she was allowed in and and you know i'll see people come in to uh, uh these classes and i won't say this person i don't want to single them out i think they're a nice person but they took a tac med class and then they were trying to talk to me about water balloon i mean a water bottle uh junctional tourniquets which don't work the shit does not work at all and it just like it was just all i could think in my head was like wow they, these people charged you for this class and you went into it without the foundational knowledge that would allow you to challenge the instructor. That, like, I'm not trying to have people do this dumb, like, I would have joined the army, but I would have beat up the drill instructor <laughs> type, type, like, aggro, anti, like, knowledge crap. That's my favorite copy pasta of all time, FYI. I just love Oh, of that. all time. <laughs> but you need to have some sort of, like, fundamental knowledge I know I've encountered it a bunch in my classes and, and I've talking to Kate and I know they've encountered it a bunch too, where people show up for the class, they ask a bunch of questions, which they mostly don't retain the answers to. And you're like, okay, now take this knowledge and go like learn with it more. And they don't. And then a year later they come back into your class and you're like, wow, did have you followed up on this knowledge since, since you last? And they don't, they don't have those underlying fundamentals. Um, I've heard so many uh, complaints from Caden specifically about like taking people. Cause okay. So Caden, I love you. You are such a talented instructor. Um, <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm, I'm already just, just saying, okay, I'm ready. I already talk about how much I love the homies before I'm drinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like every time I've, 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 you know, I'm somebody who's been involved in the industry, in the, the profession at arms or instruction in various capacities for well over a decade. Within two minutes, I met Caton, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I can tell this motherfucker knows more than me." Hey, Caton, you what's what's up? What's up? You wanna? You wanna... And and every time I go and 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 shoot with them, forget taking a class, just shooting with them, and they talk to me about some shit. I spend like the next two three weeks like looking at my shit, like, man, I really am applying uneven reciprocal pressure here. Man, I really, I really, I really do need to get over that habit of pulling the trigger to the rear and holding it before it resets. That's a bad. That's a bad thing mm-hmm. that got trained right. into me. 
And then people will take a class from Caton and then six months later be like, you want to go shooting again? And they will have done nothing. They're they, still they, paying they, the trigger? Yeah, they just oh, didn't always have... like the same stupid habits. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's 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 not even necessarily their fault. It is it is a fundamental lack of understanding of what it means to pursue the fundamentals. I, and and like, it's funny we're bringing this up because I like not too long ago. I, I mean, you might have seen it, um, or two of y'all, uh, Trayvon Barber uh, from Barber Solutions. Yeah, he put up a story post, and he was just he just said, so "If you you take my class, whatever, right? But then I see you months later, and like nothing has changed at all. It's damn near insulting, right, mm-hmm, to him." Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, "Got it. That is like the most." fucking hard-hitting shit ever <laughs> like, don't yeah, take my class I mean, like again. for real though it fucking it fucking sucks like i've like yeah you paid me for like a formal class if that's how we like had our instruction um or i've just like answered all your questions on discord uh whenever i get around to it but like, all the time I've, I've invested this time in trying to convey information to you in like whatever way i think that you will retain it best and like i've i've done my best to make sure that you understand and then like to see like nothing happened with that information it's just like all right you know fuck me i guess <laughs> right <laughs> I'm just, right i'm just not gonna reply anymore you're, you're that guy like, trying to hold open the door and they just like don't even look at you and walk past like, oh, oh fuck me too i guess like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know with the gift i'm just sorry <laughs> but yeah it's like um i i don't have any issue like repeating myself or restating information or saying it in as many ways as i can as i can think of as long as it's clear that like you the student are putting forth the effort to like understand it like if it's just not clicking like that doesn't matter i'm i'm gonna sit here all day i'll follow up next week until you get it like i don't give a shit that's fine if you are putting in the effort if you are trying to make the the like honest to god effort to like understand the fundamental that i am trying to convey so that once you do you know how to assess that information you know how to tell if you are doing things right or wrong and like at the range when you shoot or like at dry fire when you're practicing you can immediately solve your own problem because like i've got oh fuck i don't know i don't know thousands thousands of people that I have given shooting advice to over the past um, five, eight years or something. There's, there's no fucking way I could be like the private tutor for all of them. Like there's just, I physically do not have time. And I lost, I stepped over that like time event horizon years ago. (laughs) So there's there's just no way that like I can be the sole source of knowledge for all things pistol for all these people. Like, it is more effective for you to understand how to learn and how to consume information um, to develop your own shooting ability. And, you know, the same thing for medical and all that other shit. Um, yes. Then it is for you to ask to be spoon fed, uh, whether that's your intention or not, spoon fed correct information from a source that you think is worthy. Yeah, yeah. And I think. Um... You know, re- related to all of this, and this is not a strictly leftist thing or right thing. Although the left are definitely def- are uh, guilty of this too. But um, it, I'm and whether seeing... or not you're like equally guilty or not. Like I think that it is more. Uh, I'm mad when leftists do it. Word? I don't care when the right does it. 
Yeah, that's that's the one. Like, yeah, like we're better than this. Like, yeah. we should be better. Yeah, forget exactly. we're better than this. I actually care about leftists. I don't fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. I like that when the right can't shoot well. I I don't like when they get better. That's funny. Right. Yeah, and it, that is that's a fair point. And um, it's a weird. I, it's a, I'm not sure like how to what. It's just a word to describe this, but what we all what we all just spoke about just now about the the intersection between people. Um, Lack of skill development versus claiming they have skill versus being a wanting like the sort of social media influencer clout space shit. And like, you know, you've probably seen this trend, right? You go on someone's, you know, whatever, Instagram channel, whatever. They have like a goddamn laundry list of affiliate links on there, right? And then fuck their whole shtick, their whole shtick is that, hey, I am a insert marginalized group thing here and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a accredited instructor. Etc. Etc. Pro defense, whatever, right? But then half of their shit on the feed is just sexy gun posing, gear shilling, or just really, really mediocre performance shooting stuff. And then it's just like if they do compete, they're just like at they're at best C class, which I'm not saying. Hey, it's great C class. I was fucking C class too, right? It was whatever. That's right. If you're C class, fuck you. <laughs> if you're specifically <laughs> C class, we hate your mom and we hate you. I'm not just kidding, but but, 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 but my mom will beat your ass. <laughs> you fuck, major in oh the shit! I forgot. State, she'll win. I forgot your mom shoots. Caden's <laughs> mom is Watch so out. nice. She's great. No, I'm, I I love Caden's mom. I follow her on Instagram. She's she's he's super sweet. Like, but like hell yeah. But like these people, this whole like their whole identity is about being. I'm a shooting instructor, and uh, I'm looking out for women. I'm looking out for the people in the LGBTQ community. I'm looking out for people of color, whatever, right? But they haven't beaten C class in like a year and a half, and. And they and they go out to stuff regularly, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not, and they take classes regularly. And this kind of plays into what you're talking about before, Caden, with, with your frustrations. I'm just sort of like, what is going on here? I, I I just like I'm trying to understand like where the disconnect is between what you're preaching, the amount of time and clear money that you're that you're throwing into this shit, right? But the, the results just aren't there, and you're claiming to be something that, that you're not. And I think this actually leads to another conversation about like people wanting desperately to be a source of authority without putting in the actual uh, time, effort, whatever, to be that source of authority or the expert, so to speak, right? And that's the problem with having no standards, so to speak, right? And that's just a whole other conversation. But like, I, I think we're seeing a lot of tr- a trend of that too in, in the left of people they it's not, it's not just gun related stuff it's like oh i want to be a self-defense instructor or whatever i'm 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 a i'm part of your marginalized community watch my self-defense videos and it's like the shittiest thing i've ever seen in my entire life they can't throw a kick worth of shit their jiu-jitsu is garbage the wrestling's it's just laughable but then people are like oh good job this is this is so helpful i'm gonna use this i'm like oh fuck right <laughs> please don't yeah okay, so so they're so like, fit, whack. Their shoes, whack. <laughs> their jujitsu, whack. whack. <laughs> Me, I'm tight um, as fuck. But like, I, th- I think there's two things I really want to drive on this. Um, one of them is something that Kate and you and I were literally just discussing like an hour or two ago <laughs> about something that we wanted to talk about this. And and one of them is that like there is a with the spoon feeding of answers and people getting mad when our response is like. Guess what, bro? It's literally the fundamentals all the way down. Um, is that there is a? I think there is a lack of understanding about what it means to understand the fundamentals because you're like, 
the people are like, okay, cool. So there's like, there's like these fundamental drills that I do. And you're like, well, no, see, you're not getting it. Like we were, we were, I was shooting with Kate earlier today and we were doing uh moving and shooting and, and talking about like competition stage planning and reloading and stuff. And I was, I was, when we were discussing it afterwards, I was talking about how like there's, there's all these different components involved, right? Where you've got like, you've got your draw, you've got your, your, you know, sight picture and your trigger control at speed. You've got your planning, your reloads so that you're reloading while you're moving. You've got your, your, your CQB footwork, no, your competition footwork that like, that like, you know, all this, these elements are coming together and coalescing. And it's very easy for someone to look at that and be like, okay, so there's these eight things and I just need to do a drill for each one of them. And this, I'm, I, I'm a decent shooter. I'm not terrible, but I'm pretty good. Um, I'm certainly nowhere near as good as Caton, but I think an easier so parallel true. for me to use to discuss this. Thanks, babe. Is um, <laughs> to discuss uh, uh, for me medical. I think my least and and God. Now, as I say this, everybody who who knows me who watches this podcast is going to now feel bad about asking me this. But like, I I can't stand the what should I put in my med kit question. And part of the issue is. I, I get the appeal to authority. I'm very all about the like, you know, that that anarchist in the in matters of the boot move, you know, turn to the bootmaker. But people will ask, what should I put in in my blowout kit? What should I put in in my household medical kit? And it betrays a lack of understanding of the fundamentals because my answer is always like, okay, well, what can you do? Okay, so let's say. You can, you've taken stop the bleed. That's your entire medical experience. You can stop the bleed. Okay. So how, how do you, how do you, how do you stop the bleed? Okay. You stop the bleed with like wound packing and bandaging and stuff like that. I'm like, cool. Okay. So like get some, get some wound packing and bandaging materials and, <laughs> right. and put it in your bag and, oh, okay, cool. You've, you've gotten like wilderness first responder and they, uh, they've given you some fundamentals on airway management and, uh, picking vitals and, hypothermia temperature management and stuff i'm like okay cool so like what are the what are the things you can do okay cool those things you can do like what do you what do you need to do those things so uh so i i work for a fire department uh as the ems and the setup i have for my medical bag for when i go on calls for the fire department is a kitchen sink type thing because it could be you know it could be anything it could be whatever i'm, I'm coming across but i'm also i also do volunteer search and rescue and in my volunteer search and rescue bag, I've got a lot more splints. I've got a lot more treatment for exposure, stuff like that. Um, and then my fucking TAC med trauma bag, I've got a lot more like packing material and, and, and chest seals yeah. and stuff like that. I've got like one chest seal in my search and rescue bag and it's buried at the bottom. Like what are the, the, the odds that I'm going to come across somebody with a sucking chest wound yeah. who, because they fell off a, a, a cliff and, the fact that people are asking me this question and that the parallel to this is also the, like, what's your favorite, what drill, what drill should I be training right now? Is that like, it betrays a lack of knowledge of these fundamentals because, and, and one of the things that, you know, Kate, I don't know if you want to chime in with what you were saying when I was talking to you about this, where like, okay, you want to know what drill to do. What do you need to work? Are you trying to work your grip? Are you trying to like, you need to be able to isolate that part of your gun skill that you're working on and then come up with a drill that lets you work that right in the same way. What do I put in my fucking, what do I put in my blowout kit? Like, 
okay, do, do you have your fundamentals of, of bleeding control, of airway management, right. of, of uh, you know, hypothermia, hypo hyperthermia management, uh, blood sugar checks, all this crap, like, what can you do? And then what items do you need to accomplish that? And then taking that and shoving it into a realistic threat assessment in guns it's the same way. Like, okay, you like shooting, you're trying to shoot pistol. You want to get better at shooting pistol. Like, okay, well, what, what are your components? What are the components of a good grip? What are the components of a sight picture? You need to understand these fundamentals and then you don't need to ask people what do I put in my med kit? You don't need to ask people what drills should I be doing? Caton's job or, you know, I, I teach firearms too, but now that, uh, Caton's, I've been shoehorning Caton into all the spaces that I'm in. I'm like, no, I'm not teaching handgun. Go fucking go, go, go talk to Caton. I'm not doing this. Uh-huh, I know right, what I'm, right. I know when someone's better than me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not their job to teach you every drill under the sun, ignoring the fact that there's already so many resources out there on what's a bill drill what's you know yep. sugar's trigger control at speed just watch lucky right gunner's playlist on how to sh- you know drills and like that can probably answer a lot of your, your stuff right and like it's like yeah. it's like, it's like yeah, you're saying buy the fucking stoger book yeah buy a st- yeah yeah buy, buy ben's <laughs> buy book it. and uh, buy oh, ben's book <laughs> oh god are we fucking oh no we're shelling for ben now oh god advertisement <laughs> moment advertisement moment. moment yeah I've got, I've got use my affiliate link <laughs> go purchase dry fire reloaded <laughs> Guys, uh, guys, you know, it, you know, if you've ever wanted to shoot better, uh, go ahead and hit that <laughs> like and subscribe button, uh, mash, mash that follow button, hit that notification bell, you know, <laughs> and hit that affiliate link so I get that sweet cash back. <laughs> Give me that sweet ten percent commission, please help me. Yeah. yeah, every every book you buy, I get a roll of pastries. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deal, actually. I gotta get on that. <laughs> Let's go. Pastures. I forgot to get fucking uh, to restock in pasters yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck, this sucks. Um, but no, now I like you won't you're... be accountable for your hits. Yeah. Hey, Peyton, can I steal some of your pasters? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, like the same thing is true with like shooting. Like the the problem with asking, like, what drill should I shoot? Like we've already always talked about, like, you you need to understand what fun, what like aspect of your shooting that you want to work on and what either either make up a drill that um emphasizes that skill or you take a drill that has like several components and understand that this drill is set up in a way that i can emphasize the thing that i am bad at by shooting this drill a lot with my attention on this one part um like the build drill is really good at emphasizing a durable grip after you like initially find your point of aim like that you've got a smoke and draw it's like you know 1.5 seconds or faster um awesome like the dot always shows up but like your grip is only good for one shot like yeah the doing a build drill once to assess where your uh grip has been developed to is a great way to do that um it's also a great way to just spend a bunch of ammo uh, <laughs> trying to grind out grind out efficiency uh, yeah. to get the part time that you want because someone told you that a good shooter can shoot a build drill in under three seconds and a grandmaster can shoot it in under two clean at seven yards with all alphas and so you go to the range and you try and shoot a, two, a sub two build drill with all alphas at seven yards and because you haven't put in the work and you don't understand what you're doing wrong you're just spending money you're just making noise 
Um, expensive noise. Ammo down expensive range. noise. Expensive yeah. noise. Yeah, that's actually uh, I stole that little phrase from a Pat Mac video, <laughs> complaining about the exact same thing. Uh, no, and it, yeah, and I, I'm guilty of that shit too. I'll be like, oh my god, the bill drill. Well, I'm gonna fucking waste like a quarter of my fucking range stage trying to just you know grind that time down, and then realizing like that's not really the point. It's just like okay. It is really fun though. I will not deny it is extremely fun. Oh, it is fun. I had fun doing it. It's late epic Reddit gamer lifelike video game brain where it's like if I just do this thing repetitively over and over and over again, I'll, I'll get XP. I'll yes, build up the skill. That's fact. Yes, that was yeah. me playing God of War like three weeks ago. If I keep getting massacred by the same boss, I'll eventually like get it right. <laughs> so Dark true. Souls grind set. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah, and me and what, Ultra Kill after like 87 attempts at like one boss. One thing I really want to get into also, that's that's like a side thing for this, is, and this is probably the closest I'll get to being petty on, on, on this podcast, but I love cough, and so I won't name names. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this fucking cough guy. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> fucking cough guy. Um, but like, there's there's this aspect of humility that is necessary. Um, one in that it is completely absent from so many influencers on the left and the right. Um, like I said, I have spent a good period of time frustrating for me being the big fish in the small pond very quickly. Like there are people who are better shooters than me for sure. In, on, uh, in like a lot of leftist circles I'm in, but my overall knowledge of like a lot of like the combat arms and uh, the profession of arms and all this shit. I have been very frequently not someone who anybody has been able to like check and not in the sense of like, Oh, I'm going to say something that's wrong and nobody can argue with me that like for training, I'm like by myself, I'm just like out here shooting by myself on the range because there's nobody who can really, I don't want to spend two grand to go take a class from Cagworks. That's mostly going to be a waste of my time. Yeah. And the moment I met Caton, like, Oh, it was love at first sight. Like, well, like me and Caton started hanging out <laughs> so and we true. were both like, First off, we were both like, oh, you're autistic, too? Base. Okay, let's hang out. Um, base, base. But I immediately looked at We had at that, Kate like, we looked at each other, and, like, our eyes, like, the little, mm -hmm. like, little straight line came out of the eye, and they, like, just, like, fizzled right in the, right in the center where the gaze met. There was a lightning, yeah. you know, and the, lightning strike, yeah. Yeah, lightning struck. <laughs> also, within, like, five minutes of me talking to Caton's mom, Caton's mom was like, oh, yeah, no, I see, I see it, I see it, I see what I see you um, Oh, you're autistic, too, huh? <laughs> but, like, I met Caton, and I immediately recognized, I was like, oh. This is a person who knows more than me. And, and here's a very abstract, like, I mean, not abstract, a concrete example. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. Um, red dots on guns with a, with a circle dot. For a long time, I was an advocate of the circle dot. Because in my, uh, like, it had been explained to me in a way that made sense that I was finding relatively functional in practice that I could get very effective close-up hits by using the bottom of my ring as a holdover. Right, right, yeah. And then I, I started hanging out with Caton, and they were like, oh yeah, no, I don't like circle dots, and here's why. And they, you know, the, the, the Ben Fager image of the, like, shots at speed, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it, the blurry, the blurry dot circle image. And, like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, okay, I was wrong. And I switched over to shooting dots only. And, like, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn as, as you know, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art, but, like, I, I will never progress. If I don't have the ability to look around 
Like, this is selfish, you know? Like, this fuck out, y'all. This is selfish for me here. I will never be a better shooter. I will never be a better medic. Um, I will never be a better person. If I can't look at other people and recognize when they're better than me, and instead of feeling threatened by that, be like, oh, like, like I met Kate and I was like, oh my God, you're a way better shooter than me. Tell me how I can do better. And Kate looked at me and was like, yo, this nerd is so autistic about gear. I don't know any about thing about this. Tell me what, <laughs> tell me what the good fighting belt is. And like, I have friends who are, you know, my, one of my good friends, Eris, my friend Snow, they are so much better than me. At, they're like hospital nerds. They know medical stuff. Again, Gaten, Eris knows how barrow trauma works. Who the fuck knows how barrow trauma works? What is like, I don't know. I mean, I just explode when my pressure changes that <laughs> yeah. much. So like I look at these people and I go, Oh, you're so much better than me at this. Like, tell me how to learn. And so we're we're the part where I, I, I love cough enough that I won't name names, is there's a bunch of influencers I see, including on the left, who have plateaued themselves because they have built up so much of, of an image for themselves as this, this expert, this subject matter expert who is unimpeachable, who is, is beyond this, that like they don't have the humility to come forward and be like, wow, I'm really fucking up at this one thing. Kate, and back me up. Today when I was shooting, my groups were really great, but everything I shot was like three, four inches low. Yeah. And no matter how hard I tried... We were, well, I was shooting slow when I was nailing doubles at speed, my grouping, like very rarely dipped outside of like three or four inches, even when we got back like 15 meters, but I can't, I cannot shoot, stop shooting low for the life of me. And it's a thing I got to work on. But like, if you're in a position where so much of your influence depends on being perfect and not fucking up, if, if I was in that position, I'd have to just lie. I'd have to be like, I'd have to just hide my targets or, you know, move the dot on the fucking paster or something and be like, no, yeah, look at my groupings. I'm great. And speed I, up would, my I would never, yeah, speed up my oh, footage. Yeah. I would never be X. able to progress. Yeah. I'd never be able to progress if I didn't step back and go, you know what? Something is fucking up in my grip. And I even had that moment where I was like, here, Kate, take my gun for a second. Shoot this real quick. Shoot this real quick. Show me it's not like zeroed low. Boom, boom, boom. Kate nails it. I'm like, cool. It's not zero low. It's me. I'm the problem. I need to fix what's going Thank on. Thank God. Thank that's God. Cheaper Thank... Yeah, that's cheaper to fix. That's cheaper to fix. I don't have to figure out what's wrong with my fucking $300 agency optics mount. No, no. I just, I'm doing some pre-ignition movement that I need to fix. And the moment you open yourself up to the awareness that like only some of us are Jerry Mikulek, only some of us, you know, like, that so many of us are you just aspire to be good and take away this 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 fear this this pretension about being perfect about being an expert and be totally capable of being like no I don't know I've seen so many Caden has heard me rant so many times about various left influencers who I will not name talking about subjects that I know especially subjects that are my forte that they know nothing about and I'm watching them talk about it that that like i'll see people just like going into this with 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 this that they don't have the knowledge to discuss this and people will come up to me and they'll be like hey eva you know what's i want to shoot at a kilometer what do i do and i'm like damn that's wild go ask good luck <laughs> go, go ask go ask hayden go ask my like go ask friends go ask some of these other people we know who like specialize 
in long range precision because I don't know shit. I got my good marksman fundamentals. I can hit people sized targets at 300, 400 meters. And if you want me to shoot further than that, fuck you. I just, it, I just don't have the skill set. And there's no reason for me to be out here lying and pretending to people that I know lo- extended long range precision. I, just, I, I don't. And you, you just you have to ditch that that ego. You have to ditch that need to be seen as this renaissance man, jack of all trades, and just be like, nah, dude, I'm just a person who like does good combat medicine and like shoots good under a couple hundred meters. Like it's cool, it's fine. I look cute in short shorts. We're good. Like we don't need to like <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't need to do this whole pretentious thing where we pretend we have skills in a bunch of stuff that we just don't know anything about. Yeah, and that uh, fucking hell. And I already, you know, went on my little fucking tirade earlier, but it's just, it, it's, it is. And I'm sorry that I'm drunk and rambling. <laughs> no, you're fine. I mean, I'm fucking, I'm trying to catch up to you in all honesty, goddamn. But like, it's just, it is this whole thing. And it's not just, obviously, it's, it applies to everything medical, guns, fucking martial arts, unarmed crap, whatever, what have you. Everyone's desperately is trying to become the new fucking, like, source of a so called source of authority, the Bible of some sorts or whatever. And they think that good intentions alone amounts to anything and what it really doesn't mm-hmm. and if, if anything good intentions with no fucking practical knowledge is actually harm and uh like the whole idea of being a renaissance man really you know the jack of all trades just means you're just shitty at multiple things at the same time and uh I, it, it does it bogs me down and i you know if i me at a personal level this is like nothing to do with ypt right because but me when i see shit that I know is fucking wrong, and I'm tempted to, like, we're, we're in this weird space where we don't want to be the person that's putting down people, but at the same time, if you don't hold people accountable, then you're just, you're spreading misinformation and harm, but then if you do voice your criticism, you, you'll you be seen as someone that's, like, putting down people that are marginalized, or, hey, how can you mm-hmm. say this as a cis person? I'm just like, that's not the fucking point of this conversation right now. It's either you're doing it correctly, or you're fucking not, right? Like, and, and on most of these things, like, y- y- sure, that I guess that was a kick, because by the definition of the English language, you lifted one leg up, and you striked it with the other leg. But was it a good kick? Fuck no, it wasn't a good kick. And why are you trying to mark it like it was? The hell is this shit? And then it, but but no, it's it's hashtag uh uh you know queers bash back. So it, it, it invalidates your argument. I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like uh, really funny when trans? people on <laughs> shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think it's really funny when like people on like the War Thunder forums are just like. Um, just like see red and start like leaking classified documents to like prove their point. Like, I think like that kind of uh, you're wrong on the internet is really funny and meaningless. And like the stakes are really low. And I just say, you know, just get ugly, like go argue. I love it. It's entertaining for me. I would, I just, I'm going to have my popcorn over here and, and watch. Um, <laughs> but like <laughs> that shit rules. So, but like the, the space that we live in is um, the consequences for like, having wrong information and disseminating it like disseminating it like it is uh, factual and then like the people who are consuming that information by and large don't have any other way to validate uh, what you're being told um, is like negligent at best and mm-hmm. it can be like awfully malicious and um, it's it is in my opinion like the responsibility of those people who like, if not already know better, like 
understand well enough um, to point to people who do know better and like tap them in or whatever um, to like correct wrong information like that. Cause like say for gun handling, like if someone has unsafe ideas about what is acceptable in um, say your average range day versus, you know, some other context where like <laughs> the, the kid gloves are off and, and you can, you can handle your gun in a way that like, you know, mo- most people would s- see as unsafe, but contextually is very relevant for that. Whatever. Like, the, if you've got unsafe ideas about where you think your gun is allowed to be pointed and everyone else is not on the same page, like this is a danger to those around you mm-hmm. and you should be corrected. Um, it's not uncomfortable to do like, so. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like when the consequences are, I get a new hole in my body, I'm not going to handle you with the kid gloves. Like it will be firm and direct and prompt. Right. <laughs> yeah. New, I want like the normal amount of holes. <laughs> no more. Yeah, right. The only holes I want are where, where I'm getting fucking piercings done. All right. Damn. Wow. It's against the thread onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a strict follower of the f- thread onion. That's why Caton's a bottom and I'm not. I'm just a diehard believer in the thread onion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, real quick. No comment. Um, Dry fire gizmos, and so what, for those who are maybe they're not, all good. Buy they're great. They're all good. <laughs> buy. You should take like a grand and buy nothing but dry fire gizmos with it, and it will make you a Instead better shooter. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you don't actually like within a week. Like you don't actually even have to do regular dry fire practice. If you just buy a bunch of gizmos, you can dry fire like once a year, and you'll hit grandmaster for sure. Yeah, if you just own the own the stuff and then post about it, as long as you leave like the review uh, via the affiliate link that I give you, <laughs> um, yeah, it's fan. They're fan fucking tastic. They're so good. Um, <laughs> so I like, like snap caps. Snap caps. If we're being, if are, we're being serious, um, I, I like can make sna- my own snap caps, so I don't really um, bother. But you still use them. I, I have yeah, and I have I issues with the snap, snap caps that that are available now. Like I, I actually like Caden's whole approach because Caden actually cares about. Uh, this is a separate conversation we had. I've, I've seen before, but like about having the realistic weight, right, of your mags to make it as realistic as possible when you're actually shooting something for real for a match or whatever. Because I've, I've noticed a lot of these caps that you buy from you know online retailers. Fucking, they're just like aluminum, and they're, they're not. Yeah, weighted. there's no fucking weight. I have them right now, and I'm already pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, god damn it! Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I, I have them just because it's yeah. something to put my fucking mag. But I, I want more of like an actual realistic way to put my fucking gun. And but as far as like dry yeah. fire tools goes, those are some of the better ones, right? Because you're trying to mimic. You can have mimic the round ejecting or whatever. Sometimes some kind of weight in your mags. If you want to mimic malfunction clearing, fine, right? But like the sort of uh. Mantis X, right? Fucking big one. The Mantis X systems, the the, the dry fire mag, the uh, cool fire trainer and such. And uh, I've spoken to you at length about this too. And it's just like, I've used a lot of these. And a, over time, once you get past the sort of initial like wow factor of it, you realize it doesn't really add a whole lot to fundamentals or getting you better at a certain stage. Like the Mantis X system, and it's just like, not first of all, it's not accurate. Like if you're going at speed, the fucking like thing pie chart that tells you what you did wrong is just fucking it's wrong information. I it's hate it. Wait, never wait, correct. wait, 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 wait. So I have a mantis. It does a pie. It does the stupid pie chart thing. Yeah, I literally like have a, just been using it for like. Are you using the blackbird, the blackbeard, yeah. or like the pistol mantis? I don't know if the blackbeard has it, but the pistol ones do. 
I have both. I just use them for like myself. I barely even use the app half the time. Uh, I fucking don't oh, use that. That's the app why you're bad. <laughs> I literally just I just use it because like I, I I like having that little extra added bit of visual confirmation, but I also like don't need it, and I wouldn't advocate people get them. Yeah. So like the the thing that the 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 thousand yard or the the high level answer to this thing is that like you need to understand how to train specific fundamentals and you need to understand that drive fire is most effective when it mimics as closely as possible what you do with real ammo and so the reason the only gizmos that i use for drive fire are dummy rounds that weigh the same as normal rounds which is i walk out into the garage and i load a bunch of ammunition without any powder or primers and i stuff that in my dedicated dry fire mags and i never unload those mags and they live on my belt that lives in my practice area that never gets like changed or whatever like the realistically weighted mags are the only dry fire gizmo aside from like a shot timer and uh, a camera that I would use to record my practice and watch again or watch in the middle of my session to see that I am doing what I'm expecting to do and like not doing things that I'm not aware of. Like aside from those three tools, like there's no no fucking um, dry fire, whatever the hell laser beam is shit. worth your money. Okay, consider this, consider this. Okay, so first off, there's one thing I like the Blackbeard for. If you zero your gun, at whatever your zero is going to be, and then you zero the blackbird for your zero. It is a really natural way to just walk around in your house and easily learn uh, your offsets at various distances. You then have to confirm that with live fire. Um, I wouldn't advocate paying for it, I oh, think yeah, yeah, hundred dollars yeah. for that tool is a fucking no, insane thing do for like maybe a week oh, of for sure. learning your holds, quote unquote. Oh, for, see, the, the price is like out the window. Um, I would argue that I feel the same way about the Blackbeard that I do about the ACSS Vulcan reticle for the for the pistols stuff. Who someone at one point told tried to argue with me um, that it was necessary for life or death firefights. And I was like, wow, that's that's wild. How many of those have you done? <laughs> um, and, they, and they didn't answer me, and then they never spoke to me again. Huh, but, weird. like, uh, I think that if people always make the argument to me, they're like, well, hey, you know, it's a really good way to learn proper presentation. Uh, and I'm like, no, but okay, sure, fine. Um, put it on, if you, if you gave me a bunch of money right now to start, uh, you know, me and Kate, and we're gonna start like a big scale instructor company. No God way. Kill me now. Kate God kill me now. Evo okay, Dynamics. Fine. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tactical, tactical homosexual dynamics. <laughs> um, but like, we got if you do coming, this, don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, if you um, if you did that, and you had some like five o. Good God, why did Hollow Sun make the 509T ACSS version not fit in the 509T pattern? Um, yeah. <laughs> but if, if you did that, you know, and you had these guns that were these dedicated educational guns for students, you could make an argument to me that that would be an, a, a helpful thing for people to learn presentation, to just give a little bit of extra feedback when they're presenting, to learn how to correct like okay i'm consistently presenting yeah, yeah. too far to the left 
I don't think it would be worth the money for a person to buy for themselves, but like a fleet of educational pistols. Sure. Um, if you are relying on your ACSS, what is that? Like not even 32 MOA. Is it? It's yeah, something the outer ridiculous. ring is like a fucking thirty-two. Pretty sure thirty-two. No, wow, no, no. That's that's the circle dot. The outer ring on oh. the ACS yeah, reticle say. on the pistol dots is like two hundred something. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What am uh, I saying? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the mo. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. It's this 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 huge thing, and people will try to legitimately argue to me like, no, like you need this big honking fucking circle reticle that's gonna drain your battery life like nothing else oh my god it's so <laughs> bad it's so bad and i also i also hate chevrons but that's a whole different argument but like are you more of like a shell will... person or like a i'm kind of like a texaco kind of kind of person oh, yeah uh, yeah okay yeah. i see that i feel you i just don't like anything associated with texas so oh that's so true that's so true um <laughs> but like people people will Fuck very texas, seriously yeah. argue this this is like a necessary thing for uh, a firefight or something, and they'll be like, and I'm like, dude, if you're correcting your draw presentation, yes, yes, those are things you radical? do. Those are things you do when bullets are just flying at you. You're just like, God, I gotta make sure the ring is aligned. Oh, hang on, my fuck. my grip isn't right. My grip isn't right. Ah, oh, right, you know, like oh, I didn't I didn't engage my pinky. My 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 wrist lock. Hang on. Just, hey, hey, where's the wave grip hey, at? Hey, Damn. You want to know something really funny? What's up? I can't even. I've, I've been on the. I've been on my computer this whole time. I can't even find the actual MOA for that thing. It all just gets advertised as large circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I've ever sick. seen. The only thing I've ever seen from it that doesn't suck ass is that um, Reddit pig, uh, Sage Dynamics. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who I recently learned is into pup play, and I've been reeling ever since. Um, <laughs> Um, oh, I mean, you're not. Um, no, I follow the thread onion. Um, so <laughs> he like he was talking about how shooting it under nods is yeah. really great. Yeah, I'm really because you visually see the 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 halo projected outside of your red dot. Which okay, cool, fine. But like most yeah. people, yeah, fuck that. Like like get a the, get the a, novelty get a... of sci-fi tech, right? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't talk shit. I'm 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 fighting not buying that new Hollow Sun thermal. Be nice to me. Um, which one? Oh my God, Hollow Sun dropped a thermal at shot. Oh yeah, yeah. Here. No, I, I I fucking checked it out. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 something. <laughs> I'm just repeating to myself: never be a beta tester. Never be a beta tester over and over. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a sig shooter, so. <laughs> Oh, so you're always a beta tester. <laughs> I haven't learned. No, I'm kidding. I I I only buy it when it's after beta testing. <laughs> Fine, Kate. Why don't you buy you me buy one? It, then, you huh? buy it a couple months after the Glover video. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's how okay, you know it's so approved. Speaking of the Mike Glover GBRS thing, one thing that was on my mind earlier that I forgot to mention when we were talking about that shit earlier, which was the like with the like the issue with the the, the whole way all of this fucking parasocial social media crap gets done. Um, there was a direct result. GBRS group did a video where they did a, admittedly, in my opinion, very stupid across the board, but also you can make an argument for some fucking dev grew NSWC direct action hitter team, where they're, like, taking up the slack on the trigger before they even get on target. 
And they taught that to a bunch of cops. And then there's just been this huge spike in, like, negligent discharges for law enforcement shooting ARs. So GBRS is the cause of all negligent discharges by law enforcement? I mean, like, 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 uh, you know, (laughs) don't quote me on that because I couldn't give you data to prove it. But, like, you know, there was just this, there's, there's this, this spot where they were teaching this video where they were like, yeah. You fucking, you get your gun, and as you're punching it out, you're, you know, you punch out and go to work, and you get your trigger half-pulled and ready, take up the slack on your trigger, and, you know, that's why I just fire a single-stage trigger. There's no slack for me to take up. I just pull through. Um, But, like, there was, there was this direct correlation between... And people got mad about uh, fucking... I think I want to say it was Kyle DeFour. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. Um, He made a post about it, and some people got really mad about it, just being like, these guys aren't instructors. And, and, and I think that's another big key thing when you were talking about earlier with people who like really want to be like an instructor is that it's an actual skill set separate from just being good at the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, I think DJ yeah. Shipley's a fucking moron, but I guarantee like, I mean, dude, these probably just killed so many more people than me. DJ Shipley's he been in way bodies, more bro. He don't know. All right. <laughs> I, I've been in like a couple of firefights. My man's been in like, like, you know, like, like his entire career full of firefights, but I'm a better instructor than him, even though he's a better fucking right. gunfighter. Than right. Me, right. Because I'm actually trained to be an instructor and he's not. So like you have this dude who did this, like he was, they were, they were teaching this, like taking up slack on the trigger before you're even on target type thing. And you see this direct downrange or down, downstream effect of, all these cops having these NDs because they're taking up slack on the trigger. And like, that is the problem with these parasocial fucking goober group shit. Right. Is people are uncritically consuming. When Caton tells me stuff, I listen to it and I run it through a filter in my brain. And sometimes we disagree. And then sometimes I go, Oh wow, you're, you're right. You're so right, babe. I, I was totally wrong about this. And like, there needs to be that, like you need, like I was saying earlier about humility, you know, where you need to have that humility to listen to other people. You need to also have that critical thinking. Caden is a way better shooter than me, but they could also be wrong. Sorry, babe. It's not um, often, but it, it does happen. Like when, when they told me that I should stop shooting circle dots, I didn't immediately just go, oh, wow, Caden's a better shooter than me. They must be right. I was like, okay, cool. Explain why. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, like, look at this thing. Look at how much more blurry your sight picture and messy your sight picture gets when you're shooting at speed. Like, okay, cool. Maybe you'll get a better first round hit with like that could that lets you cut a corner to avoid learning your holds but like your sight picture gets blurrier and i looked at that and i went okay cool thank you for laying out this actual train of of understanding and knowledge that leads me to this piece of information so that it's like it's simultaneously you know we're leftists here dialectics uh where where you need to have that humility you need to like recognize that you don't know everything you need to recognize that other people know more than you and you can learn from them but you need to be critical of what you're learning. Yeah, and and I've had convers- similar conversations with Caton, you know, about the you know other di- equipment, training methods, etc. And actually, you, you bringing that up about the circle dot, I think I am definitely leaning towards more of that right now. Um, I I was already th- there with, with pistol red dots. I'm like, I don't want weird 
visual more visual noise on a tiny optic mm-hmm. right I said, give me a fucking dot i'll work with it you know what i'm saying and then my Even rifles, my rifle aems right yeah. right i have i i run a fucking vortex uh amg uh1 which is like their version of uh, yeah, aotech and i used to be i used mm-hmm. to brag about it i was like oh man it has it already has a fucking cqb like little uh, uh triangle at the bottom that already gives me holds and then when i try shooting at speed with it i'm just like it's it's a bunch of blurry shit in my way, I fucking hate this actually. So I'm I'm actually already tr- trying to sell it right now. It's it's a great optic. I'm not yeah, saying say, it's bad, but great, it's a great optic. It is fun. I like it. An AMS. Yeah, I, it's exactly what I'm gonna fucking <laughs> so do. True. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. So this yeah. is what, this is the part where we look at the camera and we say that we are not uh we are not uh, sponsored by anything. You need to go out there. You need to purchase a Hollow Sun AEMS. You need to purchase an ADM uh. uh what is it there? 2.33 QD riser with plastic or attack levers. <laughs> yeah, with the ta- or attack levers. And you need to buy a FTC and put an EOTech G43 or G45 on G45, that because what magnifi- magnifiers exist for PID at distance. That's it. Oh, that's a, like, that's a bold claim. I agree with you, but someone's going to get upset. Yeah, cool. I, I needed to say something controversial. I, you know, I've been very tame this whole episode. You've been tame this so entire time. Say, that, that was the only thing that you said right now that was controversial. Yes, that's controversial. My yeah, controversial honestly, you sta- fell off. My controversial statement for the day is that three uh, X magnifiers are bad, and you should get a five X magnifier because the only job a magnifier has is uh, PIDing the person. Because honestly, uh, I if agree. You're sh- <laughs> yeah. If I if I wanted to shoot somebody at like 700 meters, I'd get a car a big boy cartridge that was actually built for that, like six millimeter arc, and I'd use like a proper LPVO or even non LPVO, like actually long range magnified optic. I would just walk closer. Right, I would right. just walk closer. You know. I would oh leave. my god! You got a 12. Yeah, just leave. just hit the bricks. Real winner. I'm scared quit. of conflict. <laughs> I love conflict. I would simply allowed... pump my shotgun, and that would be it. So they'd run away. I'm not allowed <laughs> to get in gunfights anymore. So I like, I like uh, speed run any percent the rush of gunfights by getting in uh, arguments on Discord. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, th- I gotta just throw hands like an adult. <laughs> there are too many leftists who need to get in a fist fight for once. That's ableist. You're right. You're so right. I'm my physically disabled ass is so ableist. My autistic PTSD so ass is so ableist. Okay, first of all, first of all, uh, that reminded me for whatever reason of when Mike Lever was on Twitter <laughs> and he was saying like God. too many, too many uh, out people running their mouths don't get punched in the face enough. If I had enough money, I would pay a UFC fighter to go and punch him in the face. <laughs> this guy like is well, saying that he show. wouldn't punch him himself. Mr. Couldn't Green do it Marine. himself? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. Um, no, actually, what you need to do is you need to hold your gun at your waist and pivot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. That, that was true. That was fantastic. I love every minute of that, of just the weird, like, we're, we're going to do I just, the fucking Macarena and Salsa when we go through these fucking doorways right now. <laughs> I just intuitively know where my gun is pointed at all times. I don't even need a red dot. Oh, you can't, like third eye locate your like alphas okay okay <laughs> yeah i've just Skill i've issue. just got like the the hud beamed straight to my helmet except i just i just know i've got the third eye open i don't need any of that corner shot bullshit i just know do you know how many skill issue gifts I have in my desktop folder? You don't even want to mess with me. <laughs> I, I need more. I need more of those. Actually, I only have like a couple of skill issue gifts. <laughs> Sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> so true.
Um, yeah, no, what like we that's, learned that's... about learning how to learn tonight. You need to go ask the right questions. <laughs> and the right question is any question Where that we answer with skill, skill issue. <laughs> I, I saw a video of a shark uh, trying to attack a scuba diver, and he just takes it by the nose and turns it upside down. And the comment was like, skill get issue. Rotated. Yeah, get rotated with skill issue. Yeah. <laughs> cope, 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 yeah. cope. Yeah. Balding, seething. Yeah, that shit rules. That's like, that's what's been so surreal is like okay here's a here's a really funny story um i got kicked you you all know what nation states is right i don't know what that god is. that's a, such a flashback it's like a weird online forum roleplay thing where you pretend to be a country oh and okay okay i got i got brought it, it, it my friend hayden dragged me into uh doing this and uh i made a nation state based off of um big bosses uh no way like Milk yeah, like, like diamond dogs. God damn it, diamond all... <laughs> dogs, but like, ex- but like explicitly leftist. Oh, okay. All so right. it was like it's like diamond dogs, but like if diamond dogs' entire point was like killing fascists and like protecting leftist nation state projects. Nice. And I got I got invited into a group called the um, uh, Free Anti Fascist Alliance, um, and uh, very quickly I got into a conflict with somebody because they're. Um, I looked at their thing and they were literally like an eco-fascist. It was like in their little nation state, you needed like permission from the state to reproduce. And there was super gun control and all this like, yeah, eco-fat, literally an eco-fascist hanging fuck? out with a bunch of leftists. And I was like, I just like posted in the forum. I was like, fucking drunk, having a good time. I was like, Hey, I just want you to know, like my commandos are already across your border. We're already arming your populace. And <laughs> everybody came unglued. The whole group like came unglued and I ended up getting banned for being too militant. And <laughs> somebody said this quote and it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And it was just like, God on God, we need to bring back bullying, but like not for like homophobic reasons, but for, for like loser reasons. <laughs> and they were like, you know, we're all in favor of bashing fash skulls, but we don't need guns to do it. And I was like, you've never thrown so a punch in your true. life. Yeah, okay, you've never beaten yeah. uh, Honestly, I, I fucking, first of all, I fully agree. And I think the perfect, the perfect meme from a TV show to, to encompass you right now is Hannibal Burris saying, why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you brought up a point from before, right? About there's only so much that you as a human being, a time of day, that you can legitimately get good at, gain skill in, and we've already talked, I'm pretty sure, we've already touched upon this earlier, but, right, being, being this idea of jack-of-all-trades, etc. So we're seeing uh, this idea of competition, shooting versus tactical, beyond that, right? A lot of what I'm seeing, and I'm sure you're seeing too, in leftist spaces who are armed or whatever, doing security work, great, awesome. They want to do small unit tactics training stuff too. But I think we can all agree a lot of people are overstepping or over or, or, or underestimating the importance of the fundamentals is basic marksmanships before they start moving on to these broader concepts of like, all right, I'm going to shoot with a team now. I'm going to do CQB stuff. I'm going to do a bunch of quote unquote war fighting stuff. Right. And it's a lot of like running before you learn how to walk in, in a lot of ways. I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on that. There are like four people that I trust to, uh run around to me with guns uh evo is one of them and um i'm not gonna name the other two but like there are 
I got you, so, babe. You know, so I got your back. Few people that are like, yeah, yeah, that that are like I trust to um, do that kind of like you know team movement stuff with loaded guns around me. And um, there there are so many people that I see doing that kind of um, shooting and moving as a group that really have no business doing it. Like it is it is a miracle that nobody has been perforated. So it's uh, absolutely cart before the horse. I'm stunned there hasn't been like a leftist like like significant GSW incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like fuck, it's just being like in the firearms training industry like it is it is remarkable that there are not more gunshot wounds caused in training accidents. Like astounding. I have never had a student shoot themselves and like every time I go to teach in the Capitol Forest I'm like Oh, is this going to be the day where I have to actually do work? <laughs> is this the day I have to do, like, I have to do medical care? God, don't make me do medical care. I have to do that for a living anyway. Don't make me, don't make me, when's my day off? I'm sure to shoot guns. Please, I just want a nice Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm in agreement with that. It's just, like, this whole, like, I mean, yeah, a lot of it comes from what it's like, oh, you know, we don't have a whole lot of time. We're, we're like a resources. We got to learn combative skills right here, right now, whatever, like this completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think this is uh, kind of the same thing as like buying skill or buying equipment that you would use for a skill and then like claiming skill. Um, you buy your plate carrier, you do your like half day small unit tactics um movement course you do your cqb footwork uh you do your ready up drills on range days and you're like yeah we're a team we're ready to like fucking breach a combat ready combat ready give me a two-page paper i want a two-page paper on the usage of armor in like professional arms situations i want you to give me a paper before you buy a plate carrier (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> people genuinely people get mad at me when i'm like yeah you know like uh, people this is one thing that we what definitely don't have uh mine i have an affiliate link right here definitely um, <laughs> steel i want you to buy some motherfucking ar500s yeah definitely that steel uh, and stand in front of me so like <laughs> we definitely don't have time to get into this tonight um maybe some other night but this is like a whole different conversation to be had that we could talk about for an hour um, cause we've been going for like two, I think at this point, no, um, but the, but armor and where it sits in the like spectrum of arms and that like, it's, it's, it's a trade-off and I, this will be my, like my one moment to like hype to you all to go read, uh, retired Terry Baldwin, former special forces dude, his series of soldier systems articles on the fighting load continuum. And just conversations about like load bearing and shit like that. It is please do not go out and buy level four like six pound, seven pound level four plates and and like oh my god. Um but there's something very important I think we need to discuss before we finish tonight. Okay. Love. <laughs> I just What's I just so really so, yeah, there's nothing funny about this at all. I'm dead serious here sitting here drinking. Um, I, I, I think that like one of the major issues that, that the left faces is that we do such a, we do such a facsimile of camaraderie. We do the motions of calling each other comrades and, and calling each other a community when we've done nothing to earn that. 
I am I am someone who is uh, pretty frequently uh, just bordering the edge of Fed posting in terms of my advocacy of violence and its efficacy in in causing world change. Um, and I, a lot of people who meet me very quickly assess me as someone who is very comfortable with violence, and and sometimes I am called a hater, which I am. Um, <laughs> but I truly believe that the most powerful force in the world is love, and. Um, I swear to God, like uh, in the past, like three years, I've watched this whole kiss the homies goodnight thing take off with the right, and I'm not going to stand for it. I, I'm not going to stand for the left not taking it and owning it. Um, kiss your homies goodnight. Smooch your homies on the cheek. When I saw Kaiten on the range today, I gave them a smooch on the cheek. You got to let the homies know you love them. You got to share love. You got to approach this entire leftism thing from the position of of deep deep love and violence can come from love a willingness to do violence to protect the people you love and care about but at the core of all of this it's got to be love man that's, some, fucking, love that's some fucking poetry there <laughs> that's great Real. i mean i i get it man I, I i get it it's like uh punch out and go to work but also kiss the homies and go to bed yeah <laughs> i just i just i i I won't get too deep into it. I had a situation with a friend who almost died. And one of the things they told me after I rescued them from that whole situation was that they were very, that they felt like nobody loved them. And I have been obsessed ever since. Like it's been a decade now of constant obsession. The homies need to know that I love them. A lot of people. That's great. Yeah. A lot of people uh, will sometimes get this impression of me as this very like edgy, superficial figure. And I'm like, no, I love all of my friends. I love all of my friends so much. I tell them all I love them all the time. I've told Kate and I love them probably at least eight times today. I count. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're under quota for today. <laughs> I love you, Kaden. Thank you. <laughs> that That's actually a fucking great, great message right here for everyone listening. Uh, assuming you stuck around this long, but... It's all about love. Now go dry fire. Everything that we've talked about. Go dry about, fire before you turn this off. Yeah, everything that we've talked about, all the criticisms, all the controversial things we've said, all the advice, whatever, comes from a place of love. Because we're not, we wouldn't be saying this shit if we didn't care or loved or wanted people that we love to be better at what they do, right? Dude, who cares not, if the right fucks up? Fuck them. Go, yeah, go, fuck go, em. screw up. Go, go, jerk off to a like Lucas Botkin video. Yeah, but, like to leftists. The leftists out there, I love you. Go get, go dry fire. Go get, go good. get good training. Yeah. Go get good. Go get stop the bleed. Go smooch your homies. Hundred percent. And I think that's a probably a great way to end this episode up. Thank you both for coming on. I mean, we, you know, I mean, alcohol was it was involved, and uh, a lot of yeah. crazy topics were at were, were at hand here to be spoken about. But hey, I I enjoyed it all, and I think there's a lot of benefit from our you know, listeners to take away from this. Um, Kate and Evo, thanks for joining us. Um, Soju, thank you so much. I've never been on a podcast before, and I thought what? I'd have to get drunk for this one. What? Yeah. You've never been? You, you fucking talk like a natural. Damn. Seriously? I've never been on a podcast They just before. love talking. Jesus. <laughs> I just love talking, and I'm drunk. I love it. I mean, fucking, <laughs> fucking get drunk more often. Let's do it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Did you? Oh, well. I'm sorry yeah. no more. Yeah. Well, I got no excuse now. Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh. <laughs> um, so, if, if there's any uh social handles you want to drop you know obviously you know Kaden, you're on instagram right 
expensive dot noise expensive noise uh just shoot me a dm um yeah i'm funny i'll i'll, I'll reply to any of your questions you have uh, I'm, I'm call sign wizards i don't use it like at all i like i like I post funny gear stuff that I've put together, and that's it. I oh. forget I even have it half the time. Sorry, what's the handle again? Uh, call sign wizards. Okay, cool, nice call yeah. sign wizards, and obviously, you know, you can find we uh, love casting spells. <laughs> you can find <laughs> yeah. uh, yellow peril tactical at yellow underscore peril underscore tactical on Instagram. We're at YPT actual on Twitter. We're on Patreon as well. All the links to this stuff will be in the description of the episode. But, uh, you know, thank you both again for coming on. Yeah. Uh, it's This is Soju Operator signing off. The Yellow Power Tackle, the Tiger Block Podcast. Can you put my affiliate link in the bottom? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> more confused than to be ordered into a war to die or to be maimed for life without the faintest idea of what's going on.